everyone, before we get into today's episode, I just want to thank all of our lovely patrons over at patreon.com slash carscast. You guys will all be getting a personal thank you at the end of this episode, as usual. But I just wanted to say, if you're looking for a great way to support Jeff and I, if you haven't already become one, uh, the best place to go is patreon.com slash carscast, where you can get exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q&As, shoutouts at the end of every episode, and much, much more. There's a ton of fun stuff over there. Uh, we just did a Zoom hangout the other day where we played GeoGuessr and did we got a 5,000-pointer in Jordan, which I think we talk about in this episode. But anyways, um, yeah, head on over to patreon.com slash carscast and enjoy the episode. Welcome to the 101st episode yeah. of the Karskast movie cast. The season first two. episode of the second hundred. Yep, the second hundred. We renewed ourselves for a season two of the podcast. <laughs> uh, if you can call it that. Uh, yep. Jeff, what year was Albert Einstein born in? Uh, okay, this is going to be rough. Uh, yeah. This is like very specific. Uh 1883. Wow. You were pretty damn close. It was 1879. Oh, but I was four years. That was like the equivalent okay. of getting really close in GeoGuessr. Like, yeah. That was, <laughs> that, that was like a 4,500 pointer. That was a 4,500 for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll, get, I'll take you through my thought process there. Okay. Yep. So obviously Albert Einstein, everyone knows, uh, you know, big hair guy, mm-hmm. uh, very smart. Um, Tongue pick. Like, yeah, well, the tongue pick, which was, I don't think even him, I think that was an impersonator. Was it actually? I think so. No I don't think way. that was really him. Wow. I think it was just a guy who looked like him. It's just like how Morgan Freeman has the guy that. who looks like him who does all the scenes where he doesn't talk. Yep, yep. I know about that. So so that guy does all the scenes where Albert Einstein needs to stick his tongue out. <laughs> um, that guy. But, yeah, so my thought process was um, he worked on the Manhattan Project, um, and that was in, like, the 40s mm-hmm. and by then he was already quite old so i figured he was probably about 60 yeah at yeah. the time um so yeah i just kind of shot from there no that's that's a lot of reasoning that went into it i didn't expect you to pull yeah. out all that but yeah so i mean i knew it was going to be sometime between 18 you know 70 and 1890 and yeah. i just picked a year that's yeah well you're pretty close i did want to like say while we were on like sort of a geo guesser topic right there that uh we had our zoom hangout with the patrons yesterday and which we actually played really well as a group yeah i mean there was the one round where we got five thousand in jordan and that was that blew my mind and then i left and you guys played one more round and you got twenty one thousand. okay so we played we played two more rounds all right but the first round after you left is when we got when we hit twenty one thousand, which was like 200 something higher than we hit with you yeah I'm not, I'm not saying like, it's because you left. It's because I Carson went. <laughs> I'm going to admit it was completely because we had, like, one of the most favorable no-move Geoguessr rounds I've ever had in my life. Really? Yeah, we had three that, like, we, like, you just, we you knew what country it was, and it, you knew, wow. like, vaguely. So, yeah, we just yeah. had a very favorable round. We had one difficult round mm-hmm. where I think we, where it was, like, 
mm, like the border of Hungary and we thought it was like the Czech Republic or something or, or, yeah. like, or Belgium. So mm-hmm. that one was like a one bad round. But other than that, like every round was like 4,500-ish. That's awesome. Dude, um, that game is yeah. so good. Like I'm is, getting... It is good. I'm getting really... You're getting good. I'm getting pretty good at it. Yeah. I play... I will say it's like... It's because I play, I think, uh, a, a concerningly amount of it. Yeah. Like, now, I play every day for at least a few I, hours. When we started playing GeoGuessr for mm-hmm. this podcast, Patreon, yeah. did you think you were going to get this hooked? Nope. Because I was into it then. I was like, this is a very funny thing to do for the Patreon, is we randomly play yeah. GeoGuessr. But it took me like a full, I want to say like six months until I actually booted it up myself outside of the Patreon. And really, and it was okay then. Um, but then when I played it on stream for some reason, I think I needed a little bit of like an ego boost because I was doing pretty decent on my very first stream. And I was like, oh, I'm good at this. And then I started playing outside of it. And then I started playing Battle Royale. And that unleashed like a new competitive side to it. And I was like, yeah. Now I'm just I want to be like the best at the game, like I am trying really way. hard at yeah, I mean I'm able to distinguish. I think my big one is like there's Tunisia, there's Jordan, and then there's the U uh, UAE, and yeah. they all look kind of similar. I'm able to distinguish from there, and now I'm able to separate them. Like I yeah. know I, I knew I that think, was Jordan, you know. I think yeah, Jordan. I'm getting pretty good at like seeing what's Jordan because it yeah yeah, but. I think that some of the African countries, like, because there's only, like, Africa's seven or so African countries that are really on GeoGuessr. Yeah. Um, and Kenya, Uganda, and, like, Eswatini are all quite difficult. They're very difficult, yeah. Like, Lesotho, I can usually get, tell. And obviously South Africa. It's, it's distinguishing mm-hmm. South Africa from Lesotho. And also yeah. trying to figure out whether it's Ghana or Nigeria a lot of the time yeah those that, are pretty yeah. similar but at least those are quite close so even if you're wrong mm-hmm. it doesn't completely destroy your round if you're doing yep. a move yeah i mean if anyone hasn't played the game you guys got to check this thing out you got to <laughs> check it out but the, the thing is that you have to do the the like subscription version yeah because the free version is awful yeah yeah you got to pay to to get the full yeah it is very cheap though. it's like three dollars a month yeah i don't even it's awesome um yeah. But yeah, in other news, the Golden Globes are tonight. Um, they are. Yeah, nobody knew that. I just figured that out this morning. I don't. I think this is the first year in a long time where I don't think I'm gonna watch them. I don't. Yeah. Think I'm gonna. Even though it's like I've seen most of the nominations, I have no urge to watch these. And you I think, just. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say. Do you think a Nomadland like big big night? I don't know. I don't think it. I really don't think so. I think Trial of the Chicago 7, which is Aaron Sorkin's film, is going mm-hmm. to have a good um, night. Yeah, so Mike Mike Brunlieb from Pilots is in is in that movie. Yep, yep, from your short film. So big night for us in a way, or for you, I guess. Yeah, big night. Yeah, really, that's what I'm rooting for. <laughs> yeah, you're rooting for the Trial of the Chicago 7. Um, so Mike yeah. Brunley, great guy. Love that guy. Did, did they shoot it in Chicago? Is that why he was in it? Because is he like a Chicago? Uh, yeah, actor I would imagine. Or? Yeah, because he's been in like all the like Chicago PD, like all the, a lot of things shot in Chicago. He's been in. Okay, gotcha. Um, so I would imagine because also, I have not seen that movie yet, but I would imagine mm-hmm. they, they. I think it's would pretty... ha- would have needed to do a lot of exteriors in Chicago because there's a lot of like stuff. Yeah. From that event happening in like the the parks and stuff. Yeah. Like that. 
well, there's a lot of extras in the movie. Not only like, well, there's yeah. the court scenes, well, and then there's the protest scenes. I'm assuming he was one of the two in one of well, those. Well, no, he, he's like, I think he has a speaking role in the movie. Eddie. I don't know who Eddie is. <laughs> Eddie Redmayne. Eddie. He plays Eddie Redmayne in the movie. <laughs> While Eddie plays someone yeah. else. That's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I mean, cool. he's listed between Detective Sam McGiven and egg-throwing crowd. Wow. Member. That's something. Yeah. Um, so he's listed higher than the guy who threw an egg. Which yeah. I, I've not seen the film, so that does not mean anything to me. I think I remember a guy throwing an egg, actually. I think there were a few guys that threw eggs, but it's not that good of a movie. It's it's okay. Yeah, and honestly, but... I cannot confirm if he speaks in this movie or not. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to um... watch it, like, in the next week or so, so then I'll report back. Yeah. If Mike Brunley from Pilots has a speaking role. Right, right. In the movie or not. I'm not going to... Okay, I'm not going to pitch that's what we talk about next week, but I have a different um, movie mm-hmm. that I wanted to... I'll bring it up at the end that is very on brand for this podcast, but um, we'll figure it out later. Is it that um, uh, in the Patreon, like, patron episode, someone pitched that animated Australian movie about a wolf? No, it's not. It isn't it's not that 100% one. wolf? <laughs> no, it's not 100% wolf. It is yeah, an animated this- movie with... Well, I think it's animated with two very iconic characters i might as well just say it um i was thinking we talk about tom and jerry next week <laughs> the new tom and jerry movie on i mean HBO you know Max. what i'm down okay I'm down. at some point we still like our animated list of movies for this like delgo's on that list yep delgo we have and, to talk uh, about delgo we got to talk about another dougal scene i'd assume do yeah but a yeah maybe one. even this one might even be like a six minute clip instead yeah. of a four minute clip yep um yeah. Oh yeah. How's your uh, How's your week been? It's been all right. I got my car stuck in the ice for five days. It did not move for five. Because <laughs> what happened was, so it snowed, right? And yeah. then I went for a drive, just to go for a drive. You got to get out these days. Um. And then I came. I I felt so good, and then I came back, and my car did a little weird thing when it parked. It was like sliding all over the place, and it went in like diagonally. Um. Not an ideal parking space but i think chicago's being a little lenient these days because mm-hmm. parking's not great but i was like fuck it i'm not dealing with this now and i think overnight ice formed around the tires um which mm, made yeah, it hard to that. shovel out yeah and the next day i tried to get out and it wouldn't budge at all because it was ice i needed like an ice picker or ice pick and then <laughs> i just waited for it to like melt for four days um thankfully i didn't like have to go anywhere but then the last day it was still stuck and it, it was basically just pavement but there was like a little ice hump that it couldn't get over and i had all these engine yep, lights turn on yeah and then i just needed my friend my buddy john from episode four he gave me a little push and yeah uh he's a yeah. what he's a mod on your twitch he's a mod on the twitch stream he, i i raided him last week or the week before that yeah um good guy and he pushed the car and Great i was able guy. to get out um so that was my that was just a little stress yeah part now of my week. i will say that um today here in florida it <laughs> yep. is 81 degrees Jesus. Uh, which is 20 it's actually too hot uh it's 27 uh, celsius for for uh, those of you not in the united states um but when i did live in chicago uh i actually had a time when it was like it was so built up that i could not get my car out and someone just thought that like i didn't want my car anymore so I got back to my car after a few days, and someone's like, I noticed you have not moved your car in, like, a week. 
uh, if you want to sell your car, here's my number. I'm like, I don't want to sell my car, like, just because I haven't moved it in a week. Just leave it there? Yeah, they they, they they drew it on, a like, a note card, and they taped it to my window. <laughs> they just decided that was their car. Yeah, wow. they're like, this is my car now. That's so... That's so bad. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I was like... You lived in Logan Square? Uh, this, this was when I lived in Roscoe Village. This so this was, was when, oh, I, so this was when we my lived place. really close. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was on yeah. I mean, here's the um, thing, though. You actually do have to worry about doxing yourself now because you hit a pretty big milestone in this last week. Oh, I did. That, I forgot about that. That that happened this week. Yeah. I hit 400,000, um, which is really cool. I mean, um, big time. I mean, it it's it feels weird because I didn't hit three hundred thousand that long ago, and I actually hit yeah. three hundred thousand the same day I graduated college, like the week leading up to it. I was like, "There's no way these two things collide," and they did, and that was just a very overwhelming day. But now I just it in like six months it it went up another hundred, and I'm just yeah very grateful. I, I mean, <laughs> I think you're gonna hit half a million by the end of the year pretty easily. Um, I hope. And and if you hit half a million. I think a million is only a matter of time. Yeah, you know that's there. It seems to be like a snowball effect right now, which yeah. is what I've been telling I think, myself. <laughs> I think you are one viral video away from a million. That's a million subscribers. Yep, this is not I true think, at all. This is not I think that you just gotta get one thing to start the the snowball rolling. Yep. And you just gotta think of one like one crazy idea that like everyone's like, damn, this guy, I gotta hit subscribe. Yep. And I got and I got to click the bell notification icon. Yeah, I'm I'm getting there. There's there's something holding me back. I don't know what it is, but um, you yeah. gotta do the thing that all the people do now, where they're like, uh, if you look at my statistics, only sixty two percent of you are subscribed. Dude, every single YouTuber does that now, and I'm like, that's a weird trend to get in on. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what, what's your percentages? That. I don't know. I don't even check my analytics that often. That's the thing. I just yeah. I don't look be, at that part at least. Right. Yeah. Like the percent. So for me, it's like absurdly high <laughs> because I have like 950 subscribers and I get like that many views. So yeah. It's like yeah, it's like 95 percent of your subscribers watch your videos. I'm like, okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. I guess, uh, can't really complain there. Mine, it's um not subscribed 75 percent, subscribed 24 percent. Okay, so you have a lot of room for growth. Yeah, and I have uh, my main my main years are eighteen to twenty four, followed by twenty five to thirty four. I thought thirteen to seventeen would be higher. I thought I had a pretty young fan base, but eighteen to twenty four seems to be the exact. I have a. One... I see that. Yeah. Well, I have. Four... I mean, I, I think they might be lying. I think maybe some of the the sixteen year olds are just saying they're eighteen. That's true. That's true. I have a 58% male fan base, 41% female. Pretty balanced. I mean, yeah. it could be better, but... I mean, it, it's better than, like... Because um, I watch... Sometimes I watch, like, just when I'm eating, I'll watch Rocket League yeah. videos because I play Rocket League. So it's, like, yep. some, it's kind of fun to watch people who are just, like, insane at the game. Mm -hmm. And I, like, remember one of them talking about, like, their analytics. There was, like, 98% like male. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, that's... <laughs> yeah. Um, and let's see, I, but my top geographies are United States at 50%. That's not a big shock. And then the mm -hmm. UK, then Canada, then Australia, and then the Philippines, which I didn't expect. There you go. Yeah. It's pretty cool. 
Well, you better really study up on them so you don't mess it up on GeoGuessr. I know. We're going to leave. I'm pretty good at the Philippines in, in GeoGuessr. Canada's You're tough. Like, I think this is Indonesia, and the person in the Philippines is like, that's my house. Yeah. <laughs> you idiot. Unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that's enough analytics talk for today. Um, <laughs> I think we, we properly got into it. Um, mm-hmm. Well, do we want to talk about today's movie? I think there was I, a I'm lot. I'm already envisioning the title for this podcast. <laughs> like, it's, it's the not... movie, and it's like uh, Karsten's YouTube analytics. Yep, yep. Dude, I will say, we hit it big in our last, our 100th episode special did big numbers. I mean, for, for us, for the podcast. Right. We, we It's at 3,000 views, which I think is nice. a lot for a week, usually. Now, I, I'm going to say that I think I know Why? Why? Lot of, I think it's because in the middle of the episode we said a lot of people. You should probably over. watch this on YouTube, or it's gonna be way worse. Yep, yep. I mean, yeah, yeah. Because no, I'm, I'm saying I still appreciate those numbers, but I, I'm saying I think that might have had something to do with it. Definitely them. had something to do with it because the audio We're, episode we, is not doing yeah. any better than the other ones usually do. I mean, it's doing a little yeah. bit better, but um, okay. Today we're talking about Spirited Away, the classic animated film directed by hayao miyazaki i think the biggest film of his the biggest film to come out of studio ghibli uh one mm-hmm. of the only like non-pixar winners for best animated feature in 2001 it beat out shrek and i think uh something else i think the jimmy now, neutron movie <laughs> would you say that you agree this deserves to beat out shrek oh yeah I mean, no, I was joking. That's not I, a serious question. I, I mean, okay, sh- like Shrek is good in a different way. Oh, totally. Because I actually just coincidentally watched Shrek this week as well and realized how funny it is. It's a very funny. Yeah. It's oh, it's it's very well written. It's before um, yeah. honestly, like animated studios like realized that animation wasn't just for kids. Like this was back. This was pre that era. And Shrek is not a movie for kids, is what I realized. Like it's it's for like. Mm-hmm because this is back when like animation was kind of new and still exciting so they knew like people would just want to see this regardless of their age and that's what it is it's just like this it's a normal comedy but animated yeah also it's <laughs> it's funny how mike Myers says donkey yeah donkey <laughs> without me all right um i'm not gonna, I'm not yeah, gonna yeah, go. yeah. can you can you just do a little bit more of your shrek impression out i uh he's <laughs> that's get out to me <laughs> That's not no. When you said just the word out, it was good, and then when you kept doing it, it was definitely yep, that was it, became an accent for some language. Some different yeah. Baldu donkey. <laughs> donkey. Yeah, that's actually okay, it's getting better. I can only say donkey, not <laughs> Baldu donkey. Baldu. <laughs> you know what? Not bad. Not bad. Um I Never mind. Moving on. Um, it's a great movie, but Spirited Away uh, <laughs> is directed by Hayao Miyazaki. I actually this week, Jeff, mm-hmm. and I'm, I hate to put you on the spot. I wanted each of us to kind of do a synopsis challenge where we try to say what this movie is about. <laughs> oh no! I just oh this, my god! This is the I think this is one of the hardest movies we've had. Yeah. To well, it's not well. I I wrote down mine in advanced. I put myself a little bit ahead of you. Because I, I would say, yeah. I gave myself I, time to think about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Okay, uh, I guess I'll go first because yeah. I mean yours is like all prepared, so I guess mine just has to be this. Yeah, impromptu. you'll come up with it as you go. Um, Mine's not that good, by the way. But yeah, so like uh, a child is is moving, mm-hmm. and the like her parents are. I don't know. They kind of just disregard everything she says and are like, "Yeah, you're just being annoying. Stop." And I'm giving like more of a, a colloquial synopsis. Yeah, this I would is say. this is not your traditional. It's more of a vibe, right? I'm not it's gonna. Vibe. I'm not gonna go like too in depth, but it's. I'm not. You're doing, recommending like, this, this movie Google to synopsis. someone. At a party. Yeah, this is how I would describe it to <clears throat> my very close friends who are not. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, who don't know anything. Right. Yeah. Because I've never heard of Spirit only people. Away. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> It's like kind of charades almost. <laughs> at a film party where no one's seen Spirited Away. Right. You're describing <laughs> I mean, like it. I'm, and I'm already drunk. Yeah. While I'm talking about it. Yeah. PBR and I'm like, yeah, this girl. Like her, this girl, her parents were like so mean. There's this guy with a mask on. Yeah. Yeah, there's a guy with a mask. But like, yeah, no. But then uh, they, for some reason, the dad misses the turn and decides, <laughs> I'm going to drive through a forest instead of just going back on the highway. Yep. Yep. Which, that was a weird decision. Right. Uh, and then they somehow get to this abandoned theme park. Yep. Um, and I I guess in Japan that was a thing that when the economy was booming <laughs> in the early 90s, they just built tons of theme parks. Yeah. yeah. That was what the explanation given. Now, real quick, did you watch the English dubbed version of this? I did not. I watched the sub. I'm a, I'm, I know it's like the, the quality of this on like a lot of anime mm-hmm. films i i hear about that like it's not bad as the dub but i do yeah, so i just have I, a thing i just do sub every time i went uh on this just because i've heard the quality of the dub is very good mm-hmm. which it was i watched the dub version just so i okay. could like focus more on like the yep, yep you know the art of it that's a good choice actually um, yeah yeah like so i don't watch dubbed versions of of live action films but i think animation you can get away with um, it yeah I think you get away with it, and also I think that I, I, I kind of wonder how other countries view that sometimes, because, like, I don't know if people who, like, only speak Polish, if they're like, you know what, I'm going to watch this, like, in English with it, like, if it, if it has a dubbed version. Yeah. I, I don't know if, how, if other countries feel the same way that some people here feel, where they're like, I have to watch the sub version. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, I watched the dubbed version. Mm-hmm. And, um, but that, uh... So get back to my synopsis. They get to an abandoned theme park. Yeah. Uh, and then the dad just gets obsessed with this smell. Yep. And, I mean, yeah. And, uh, which, uh, you know, at an abandoned theme park, you're going to get obsessed with the smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then they, the, like, the the parents just start eating tons of food. Uh-huh. And then the girl wanders off, and then she goes to a bridge, and some kid yells at her. Yep. Now, let me stop you right there. This is a plot summary. <laughs> this is, it is a plot summary. A I, I realized that. No, I, that's, that's, I'm going to agree with you on that. I, I, I dug myself a hole, and I was trying to think of, like, how to, like, speed this up. So uh, I was absolutely giving you a plot summary. All right, uh, yeah, The yeah. synopsis is that – so, like, what is a synopsis uh, more than a quick plot summary? <laughs> okay. Uh, girl has to rescue her parents. Uh, there. Okay. They, yeah. Now we're, we're yeah, on the right. Now track. we're talking. A girl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> girl has to rescue her parents who were turned into pigs. Yep. Um, with the help of spirits. Away. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. 
I guess, something like that, yeah. uh, while working at a bathhouse. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So a girl has to help turn her parents back into humans while working at a bathhouse with spirits. Perfect. That's the movie. There you go. That's more concise because my, my yep. synopsis was literally going to take about 25 minutes at the rate I, I knew was going. when you mentioned the parents started eating the food, I was like, well, now we're getting too specific. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this isn't. <laughs> this I, is gonna... The problem is on the spot, I was like trying to like wrap my head around it and I just started talking. <laughs> and then I realized that I was already like three minutes into this and yeah. I only got to like the 10th minute of the film and I'm like, this three to this one is amount this is going to take about this 40 take minutes a while. at this rate yeah well can mm. i read mine it's yeah, pretty similar yeah. i said when a young girl goes missing from her parents in an abandoned theme park she discovers a fantastical town where she attempts to bring them back that's all i said fantastical uh, was a weird word it, to use but it also isn't really a town it's not a town it's a it's an abandoned theme park but like yeah and like i would say that because it, it, it's the stuff across the um the bridge that's really yeah, where it takes place uh, for the most part right and that's really just like one bathhouse it's one bathhouse yeah but i kind of read it as yeah. like it had layers well i should just no, change yeah. it i'm not saying you're i'm not saying you're wrong i'm, gonna I'm just saying you're change slightly wrong. change town to building sure yeah full of spirits or complex or complex a a, a mysterious complex full of spirits yeah <laughs> that's well that sentence see this is why we read the google synopsis <laughs> because a mysterious complex full of spirits so this is the google synopsis so that we're mm. all on the same page <clears throat> yeah in this animated feature by noted japanese director hayao miyazaki 10 year old chihiro and her parents stumble upon a seemingly abandoned amusement park after her mother and father are turned into giant pigs, Chihiro meets the mysterious Haku, who explains that the park is a resort for supernatural beings who need a break from their time spent in the earthly realm, and that she must work there to free herself and her parents. Mm. That's that's a perfect synopsis. Yeah, that's um, better than ours. I mean, yours was better than mine because mine was just going to be pretty much... It's like one of those things where if you played like... It, it was like a commentary track of the film. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wow, so yeah, her dad's really just, like, walking over to this. He's going to eat all the food? Like, I don't even know, man. Yeah. Yeah. I had to do a lot of... Can I just say this real quick? I had to, yes. at my internship when I lived in L.A. briefly, I, I worked at this, like, agency slash production company, and I had to do a lot of... I forget what the term is called, but they're, like, they're, they're script reads, or... I had to read right. the incoming scripts and then write the synopsis for them or plot summary and then recommend mm. them or not for for continued right whatever um so i had to come up with a lot of synopses and they were not easy to make um but yeah and this was no i mean i think that, that <laughs> the, the, well the structure of yours was sound i like okay. i think it was just i i had issue with like the one of the words and the whole town other than that it was a good synopsis yeah. Well, I mean, um, it did take me a while to figure that out. Not gonna lie. Yeah, and I watched. The I movie. mean, my I... <laughs> imagine if if I was doing that and I gave them like like a novel. I'm like, here's the synopsis. I might as well just read the book, idiot. They're like, okay, yeah, yeah. They're like, you're fired immediately. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> um. So Jeff, 
I do want to... This is... The reason we picked this... I mean, it's a great movie. I would have loved to talk mm-hmm. about it regardless. Um, but this is your very first Studio Ghibli movie. And your it second... Absolutely is. ...anime film of all time. Yeah, like, if you don't count Pokemon. Pokemon... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean... It's like an actual anime that's not intended, like... Right. Uh, yeah, it's it's like not... It's its own IP. It's yeah, not yeah. Like, you know. So what did you think? Did you, uh, um, did you like it? So I think I really appreciate the specificness of, of everything. Like, it's, it's kind of like, you know, to, and this is to use, like, the absolute most film bro version of how I could describe this. Okay. But in terms of animation, it's like the Wes Anderson of animation in terms of how specific each frame is. Yeah. Because Disney movies, you see all these things about how they reuse different, like, animation sections for different films. Yeah. Because Disney movies, it's all about the story and not really about, you know, at least for, like, these earlier ones. It's yeah. not as much about the actual animation. It's like the animation seems to not be terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the backgrounds and stuff are all just kind of, like, tossed Whatever. aside. Where this, the backgrounds, like, make the film. Yeah. They're, like, entire watercolored paintings. Like Yeah, it's full of detail yeah i mean that's the thing it's like we can talk about the film itself but this is just a work of art as a whole like all of the different like character designs like the big frogs and that scene with the sludge monster in the water i'm just like everything is so vivid and nice to look at it's so cool and also it's like this is what i just talked about this in my ghibli video this week on their new film which is bad it's a bad movie but, <laughs> but like re-watching this like the food looks i just I, I always forget how nice it looks it it's so delicious um i mean i can't actually taste it but just that scene of the parents eating the food in the beginning i'm like it looks so good and yeah i i don't know how they do it because it's like it, it it's anime and like I, there's a lot of other anime out there that has great food but i don't know what it is about like hayao miyazaki style that's just so specific like you said and feels very like he just gets the like the most uh specific parts of like real life down in his animation Mm -hmm. there's the scene where she's in the furnace below and the the first time it happens it's at night and it's like very or and it just it feels like it's nighttime but then later in the movie she goes down there in the morning and I don't know how he got, like, the morning light coming through the windows down there, like, so perfectly. But I was just, like, because I was just looking at, like, the light reflected on the guy's face. And I'm, like, that is the exact shade. I don't know how much research he put into that, but it looks so real. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think the way so that cool. light is used in this is, like, just for a 2D animation is, like it's mind-blowing i don't know yeah. I, I i honestly this being the first time i've seen you know this film that i like i have not seen animation that is like this yeah yeah it's interesting like i had this was also my this wasn't my first ghibli movie but this was like my first introduction what okay my very first ghibli movie was ponyo and i saw that in theaters um but I was, like, really young. I honestly don't remember a ton about the movie besides, like, the theme song. 
Um, and I had never seen like another Ghibli movie. I never saw this until my sophomore year of college where I watched this for the first time. So I really count this as my first one because it's the first one I was like paying attention. And I'm just I'm, I'm definitely like curious to see how similar our reactions were because I was mostly just like overwhelmed the first time I was looking at it because not only mm-hmm. are there just weird like different themes being thrown at you like left and right like I'm sure I still don't pick up on everything. I think yeah these characters mean but i it's just so visually overwhelming it, it, it is overwhelming i mean overwhelming in that a lot of the characters even are so like bizarre that it's hard mm-hmm. to take them all in yeah um and then also just the the pacing of this movie is is not something like a disney you know 2d animation that's very much intended for children like mm-hmm. the pacing of this is something that like adults have a hard time fully like reading yeah Yep. Um, because it's just so full uh, of so many different things where, you know, there is, I think it's, you know, in terms of some, a film talking about elements of life, Disney movies are not that there's yeah. no, there's not really, you couldn't do a video essay on like, here's what this Disney film means. Cause like they just spoon feed you what these mean mm-hmm. where, yeah. where this, it really, it's an incredibly complex film that I act, I definitely need to watch like two more times to feel like I have any understanding of what I just saw. Totally, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like I feel like with Disney movies, and this isn't like trashing them. They're they're good in their own ways. Like yeah, especially the original like two D versions of their movies. It's like they they are like they kind of spoon feed a lot of the themes to you, and they're yeah they it's they like, often just say it in the dialogue like yeah. what they're trying to say. And they have songs that are like. <laughs> You know, the or they're like, hey, this guy's a beast. Um, so the theme of this movie is that he's actually super ugly and weird looking, but yeah. actually he's nice. He's nice, So yeah. even ugly and weird people can be nice. Which is honestly like... It's Shrek, a nice theme. Shrek expands on that theme. Shrek uh, does expand on that. <laughs> With both Shrek and, and Donkey. Gaston. Ga- yeah, Gaston. <laughs> I was saying the French way. Yep, yep. Gaston. Um, We're like... Uh, Parlez-vous français, Gaston? Yeah. What? Are, wait. What yeah. are you saying? Are, Gas, Gaston? Gaston? Yeah. <laughs> He's French. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, they live in a French castle. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Wait. Where? Where does Beauty and the Beast take place? Dude, I don't know. I haven't seen Beauty and the Beast in a long time, but I did have a but solo. You, but you remember Gaston? I remember Gas, Gaston. Yeah, they're like Gaston. Uh, yeah, Gaston. Gaston. Yeah, but he see he's like oh he's like I'm handsome and like muscular, but he's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. So not see that's how I learned at a young age that not all handsome and attractive people are, nice. are good guys. Yeah, sometimes they're bad. Yeah, um, and it's but that's not like, the case with you. So you you're handsome and nice. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> I'll I'll really not like reflect not on like that. Gaston not like gaston no i'm ca- Gaston. not ca- <laughs> um that probably is how like a french person says your name though right it is yeah when i went to france it's like i got so used to my host mom coming home to my host mom every night and she's like gaston no she said casten casten vent and she'd offer me a glass of wine and i'd have the wine and we'd talk about our days and uh mm-hmm. I I I will, I'll always remember like when I came home one day and then the Notre Dame was burning down, and we just like kind of watched it on the TV, 
and then like Donald Trump showed up on the TV and both like my host mom and my host brother were both like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> and the host brother was like, do you like him? And I'm like, no, no. And he's like, good. And I'm like, okay. Yep. <laughs> it was just like a really, uh, it was a fun moment with my, and then, well, we have a lot of stories, but anyways, um, <laughs> I also, okay. Like, okay. What I like about this, especially now that, like, I've watched it a second time, um, like, the core yeah. theme of this is, I think, it's just, like, a coming-of-age story. It's kind of, like, this child really, like, introducing herself to the real world or, like, the yeah. bubble that isn't her family. Um, and the movie goes about that in, like, a lot of different directions. And I think that's why it's not so much, like, the plot doesn't work as much traditionally as I feel like people are used to because literally like 40 minutes into this I think the plot starts <laughs> like that first 40 minutes is just her kind of like getting to know the world around her and exploring all these different things and things are being it's not just like um uh like establishing it's it's still like things are being accomplished like there are little tiny like lessons and themes learned throughout many of which I probably can't pick up on still but are there regardless um yeah i also it it does a lot of this film feels like very dreamlike which makes mm -hmm. sense i think obviously yeah but just the way that some of the scenes kind of like don't feel like you really reached a finality of the scene yeah it just kind of ends and then it just blends into like the next part of the film yeah it's so i will like one up your uh, film bro thing by saying that this is like <laughs> it's like a more uh childlike version of like a david lynch movie i'd say because his movies i think are very dreamy and they just throw random characters and ideas i think that's like especially clear with just like when she goes to meet with the that old woman who's like and i forget her name i'm bad at names but uh well well she has her she's call her grandma grandma so yeah we'll call, we'll call so her. you can call her that i'll call her grandma um but she like has those like <laughs> like the bouncing heads and i'm like that's just yeah. such a random thing to put in i'm sure but like i don't know it's it's just really cool choices i, I also didn't understand again this is where i have to like really like think about this a lot more and watch it again mm -hmm. the what like the meaning of her like you know her having the the old woman like having the twin yeah yeah like do you what did that mean so i know this is i don't like, know either i don't yeah, yeah. i was like <laughs> then it, yeah because it, it was very confusing i'm like is this the same person but like a different form of the same person yeah is this actually her identical twin yeah the movie's a vibe you know it doesn't like is that is that talking about like the <laughs> like a, the dichotomy of of good and bad within the same person uh you know it, it, is it you know kind of just the mirror image of of different personality traits within one person or or am i over reading this and it's actually just her identical twin you could be onto something i i can't tell you if you're right or wrong i don't know but i'm i'm down with that first reason you gave but then also the bathhouse makes the person crazy uh -huh. um like the monster crazy and then the grandma or, or whatever her actual name was in the film, like the, the mean version, she spends all her time in that bathhouse. Is that what makes her crazy? And she's actually nice like the other version of her? 
I don't know. You don't know. Yeah. Someone listening to this knows, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's there's, like, countless. Like, there's people that know this movie, like, front to back and watch it probably all the time. The thing is, though, it's, yeah. like, that's the thing. I don't need to... It's, like, movies like this I, I appreciate because it's not about, like, understanding what all those little choices mean necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, they add a certain level of depth to the environment yes. that I, he's building here. Yeah, I felt like watching this was kind of like being at, like, an art museum. Really? A little bit. In that, um, saying that without any further context sounds stupid. Um because and even you looked at me, you were like, "Where's well, he going with this?" No. <laughs> uh, but why, what I mean by that is that if you just you know stare at art on a wall, um, I think there's a lot of things you pick up from that and understand, and those are not always necessarily what the artist intended. Like people mm-hmm. read way too much into things that were never intended by art. Yeah, and I think this is a film more than most you can do that with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, it's interesting you bring that up because I feel like that's how I feel about Akira, which is the only other anime film we've talked about on this podcast, where it's like that, mm-hmm. I feel, is way more just like a visual experience than what I'm used to with movies. Um, but I can totally see that with this as well because there, it is just throwing a lot of like, I don't want to say like abstract things towards you, but a lot yeah. of it is so, well, yeah, I don't know. Even if they're specific, yeah, I think that the meaning mm-hmm. is very often abstract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For any specific scene. Yep. Um, so I think that's, I guess, more of what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. I hear you out. I think this movie tapped, especially the second time around. Now that I'm I'm able to like kind of pay a little bit more attention and I'm I know what I'm watching, a bit more, like. It definitely gets to, like, some emotional side just because of, I think, how it deals with yeah. uh, conflict. Like, there's nothing... I don't think there's any, like, wrong decision in the movie. I think a lot of it just, like, it's it's new things being thrown at the character. Um, and it's just, like, un- and how they go about that is, I think, super important to, like, the core theme of growing up and stuff um because like okay i i like to touch on the music um like it's so adventurous and hopeful instead of like like even like the bad moments especially like when she just gets there it's like it's very she's clearly like scared and overwhelmed and it's concerning like her parents are like pigs but the the music which is very concerning yeah you wouldn't want that happening um at all no but Unless you're a pig, then you're like, this is normal. Yeah, um, unless you're a pig, and then you're like, you know what? I don't right. know why my parents weren't pigs before. Yeah. <laughs> then that's concerning. Honestly, you're that like, was way weirder this than is this. This is perfect. what it's supposed to be. Um, <laughs> like, this is great. I don't know what happened, Yeah, but I finally feel whole. This feels right. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> it's like being a pig on a farm, and then the farmer turns into a pig, and you're like, now we're on the same playing field. Yeah. Which, I mean, I heard that happen at your farm once. That's not true. What are you saying? <laughs> we have never even owned pigs at the farm. Um, yeah. But what was I saying? Oh, the music. It's like, it, it makes it feel, and this is like 
one the mo- more like pretentious thing I'll say about this movie is that it it makes it feel less like there's conflict happening and more like there're opportunities for discovery. And yes. it it it's like these things that happen to this girl similar to us in our own lives aren't like bad things. It's just like new things that we yeah. she quickly adapts to and finds her own no. way to fit in with them. Yeah. I don't know. But say, going extending on the music, um, the, when the music was was playing in my brain, I'm like, I've heard something like this before, and I realized that <laughs> the score of this film reminded me a lot of the score of the video game Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I've never played it, but I believe you. But it came out, I think, at like the exact same time as the yeah. movie. <laughs> I think they both came out in 2001. Yeah, I will like the theme for this movie which I think plays within, like, the first two minutes, is, like, super iconic, and it's been in countless lo-fi hip-hop playlists, but <laughs> it's just been remixed to death. It's so good, though. I mean, it's that that one piano melody at the very beginning is so beautiful, and I think that's, like, every Miyazaki movie. The guy just yeah. nails the piano, but... You know what? Do you ever think about, how, like, sometimes how funny it would be to replace, like, the score, like, an iconic score with, like... <laughs> something else like like like, imagine if you replaced the the theme of this movie with that song by jay-z and lincoln park (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't even matter how hard you try (laughs) i'm trying to remember the (laughs) yeah yeah no that i did not think about that no but i'm glad you You, you (laughs) thought about that specific No, it is very odd that they made an album together, though, I will say. I think, like, around the same time this came out, but... Yeah, so they could have done it then. They could have done it. Missed opportunity. Uh, I'm thinking of the one that's, like, 10% power, 40% something. (laughs) (laughs) It's like 100% concentrated power power of will. Will, yeah. The math somehow adds. This one's the other one where it's, like... (laughs) we get copyright claimed yeah um yeah well we can uh wrap this one up so we can get on to questions but okay here's a question for you all right uh do you think it's at all interesting that they leave the names the same when they dub it i actually did think about that but I think about that with a lot of, like, sub or dub. I mean, obviously, like, they keep the names and stuff. It'd yeah. be weird if they changed it. It, 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 it would but... be, like, but if it's all in English, then there's, like, a Japanese name, and then also it's, like, but imagine if they made it an English name, and it's, like, uh, hey, Shelly, come here. <laughs> You're, like, what? Yeah. I. That's why I, I want to, like, watch something dubbed at some point, because uh, I imagine it'd be weird if they were, like, you have to go visit Kojima. But just in like an American, like just yeah. I mean, that is like what. That's what it, it was. Yeah, that's they literally. But it, but it worked. I don't know why they would change it though. That that'd be weird if they. Yeah. They if they did change it, you know. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Anyways, this is a great. You movie. know what? I want to do a poll with like uh, to see how many people who listen to that for this episode, how many people watched it subbed versus dubbed. That's not a bad poll. I, I don't know if we will do that poll, but I would but, like to see the results. Yeah. I, I imagine, like, I know, like, it's, like, film snobby for people to be, like, sub over dub, but I feel like a lot of people do dub instead. 
Cause especially mm-hmm. for like movies like this, where it's like you want to be concentrating on the visuals. Because like that is like when I went to see Cold War by uh, I, I forget the name, uh, but it was like this Polish film, and it was playing at the Music Box a few years ago, and it had some of the most like beautiful cinematography ever. It was so good, and it's like one I had some guy's head in front of me. Music Box, it's all it's not slanted; mm-hmm. it's like one flat ground. So I, it's like I couldn't even read the subtitles, but then I had to concentrate on the subtitles. But I wanted to look at the frame, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's what but you that read moments." The subtitles. I couldn't read the subtitles. I was like, "I'm you barely a booster seat hanging on here." I know. <laughs> Imagine yeah. someone behind you. You bring like a you booster just, seat. Yeah, and you're like, just, "Why is this guy in front of me like seven foot five? Yeah, <laughs> or I have like one of these chairs. And they're like, "Can you go down?" I'm like, "Yeah, sorry, sorry." Yep. And you wear a gigantic like top hat. Yeah. I'm wearing... <laughs> Um. Anyways, I'm still like sub overdub for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. Dude, honestly, but... you know, whenever I hear the word sub, I think sub think... to Karsten Runquist on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. Because that's the real dub. And we dub as to... a W, like yeah, like win. Sub for the dub. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And the dub is supporting your buddy Karsten Runquist. Yeah. And I'm not when I say sub to the dub, I'm not talking about Subway because fuck those subs. No, Subway's those are awful. Ter- Subway's like the, the worst, worst sandwiches. It's it's the most. There's the most locations in the world of any chain. Is Subway, yeah. and it's the worst restaurant in the world. My second day in Paris, I was like walking to the soccer court or whatever, and I was just like, I'm in Paris. Like I'm in front. This is awesome. And I'm walking by all these like cafes and bakeries and then i pass a fucking subway and i'm just like what are you doing here yeah <laughs> like can you also is... especially because france is like famous for bread yeah so imagine being in, fr- in paris and eating bread sub. from subway it's like they're plastic yeah. bread yeah they're like i don't want this baguette from this small no. cafe i want to eat bread from subway yeah i like how there's chemicals in it <laughs> i will say and this is different but i did go to a surprising amount of mcdonald's when i was in paris no i do that that was because it's it's, it's, fun it's an experiment well it's an well you can say that the first time but once you do it a few times but in my defense uh parisian cuisine is expensive especially at the restaurants it's like it adds Mm -hmm. up and sometimes it's like late at night i'm like i don't have the money or the time to get i need fast food which is what McDonald's yep. was. There's a McDonald's a block away from my Dude, apartment. You don't have the like, money. You don't have the time. You don't have the dollars. You don't have the dimes. The dollars. That could have been on that Jay-Z Lincoln Park album. <laughs> don't have the dollars. Yeah. Um. Anyways. 110% uh, concentrated. Concentration. Euros. Yeah. Uh, 110 euros. <laughs> Power of will. Power of McDonald's. Um, what are you thinking for a score? Yeah, you're going to cut that bit, right? No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I don't edit these. <laughs> what are you thinking for the score? Um, so Subway gets a zero out of five. Yeah, for sure. But this film gets. I need to watch it again. Yeah, uh, that's. I fair. mean, it, okay, it's it's very least it's four and a half. I feel okay. like I'm very. I'm gonna right now say four and a half. All right, that's fair. I didn't. I that's I that's cool. I'm not mad at that. I personally, the second time around, something clicked very hard for me, and I'm going full five. I used full to say five. My Neighbor Totoro was my favorite Ghibli movie, and I said this in my letterbox review, but this is like, I still think My Neighbor Totoro achieves a lot of what this does, just at a much, much smaller scale, but this is like a very like special movie, I think. This is, I mean, 
Yeah. It's also like, it is interesting that this is the quintessential like first Ghibli movie that everyone watches. Like this is always the introduction, but it's also like now having seen more myself, it's like so different compared to what else he does. Like this one's very, it's, it's definitely the starter and then you move on. I don't know how else to describe yeah. that, but I definitely I want to hear your thoughts on like other Ghibli so, movies now. Yeah, I I so I think the next one I'll watch is is it's like Kiki's delivery. Kiki's delivery, dude. Kiki's delivery service is that is a really good. It's such an underrated gem. I know it has yeah. like its dedicated fan base, but I fucking love Kiki's delivery service. Yeah. So because someone emailed me like last week, he's like, yeah. hey, like love the podcast, and then they're like, you should watch that, and I'm like, oh, we're talking about like spirit away this week i'm like maybe yeah. i'll watch that and we'll talk about it too and i just didn't get around to it yeah so luke thanks for the email sorry i did not watch it so i could not compare it during this to, episode yeah also i can't believe i didn't bring this out i don't i there's no reason to but i have my uh my dvd copy of spirit away right here for anyone look at that look at that just a that just is... a quick flex it's a dvd so it's honestly not a yeah. big i also really nice. appreciate the anim like just this animation style oh yeah it's beautiful um, in terms of like like the character models and stuff is very like it's mm -hmm. very pleasant to look at totally yeah um cool well i'm giving it a five um dude you got movie. way louder right when you said that really oh it's like i'm giving it a five i'm giving it a five <laughs> five star um i making this a tough one to edit uh, but we should move on because we're sitting at fifty-three. We should. Minutes. We should move on. And we I have mean, we four don't wanna, questions we don't waste time today here on this podcast. Yeah. Well, that's not true at all. That is what we do. It's the only thing we do. This first one comes from um, fifteen-dollar patron Jacob Colness. If you ask a question on the Patreon and you're a fifteen-dollar patron, we will answer it in these episodes. But if you even if it's ask a bad a question, question, even if it's a bad one, this one is a good one. I'm excited this to hear your answer. This is a good answer. one. Honestly, we've never had a bad question. Because anyone who's a $15 patron is very smart. Yep, yep. So they this won't comes ask bad questions. from Jacob Colness, and it is, What was your first stuffed animal, and do you still have it? It's okay. No judgments. That's yeah. what Jacob said. Now, I think that I have to take this from the standpoint of it's my like my first stuffed animal that i was very attached to because i think mm -hmm. you're given like stuffed animals when you're like born just but you don't remember next to you but yeah. i don't remember them i was not attached to them yeah so the first stuffed animal that i was attached to uh i caught the era of of beanie babies mm. yep huge and they are stuffed animals they're just stuffed with beads yeah yep those are good though beanie baby beanie babies are are great yeah so the the two that i had that were like my favorite two were chocolate mousse Ooh. um so it was a moose that was yep. brown yep and uh tank the armadillo oh that's so uh, cute. yeah tank is one armadillo that won't give you leprosy <laughs> <laughs> what if that was like on the little tag what if that's what it said <laughs> <laughs> That's the, that's what they went with. Um, and chocolate moose is a funny name, cause yeah. moose. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like mine. The only thing I, cause everyone ha I think has the animal or the thing that they're like really attached to as a kid. And mine wasn't an animal. Mine was a little rag. Well, it wasn't a rag. <laughs> it was it was a blankie. 
I called like it, was, it was a little piece of trash. Yeah, it was just a plastic wrapper, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but mine was a blanket that was like really scruffed up and, and torn apart. Oh, I had one of those too. Yeah, we all had a blankie. And yeah. that thing is like, I put that in a box that's somewhere at home tucked away because we're yeah. not letting anything happen to it. But I think the first like stuffed animal that I was really attached to was this frog that was like really fat he had a fat ass and like <laughs> it was just that's how but that's that's not why you were no attached. no <laughs> but he was just it was really funny to me as a kid i was like this frog is a giant butt and he was like red he was like this big and he was just fun to like because it's like all his stuffing went to his butt so it's like his top half was it had nothing in it so i just grabbed the top half and just like swing it around <laughs> and just hit my sister with it and uh i called him fred he was really nice yeah but my mom also made me custom stuffed animals because she was really into like character design and like knitting so mm-hmm. i had like these different variations of this guy called like brick yeah and he was also I, i'm kind of imagining the runquist household when you were growing up it's like you have you have seven-year-old karsten uh <laughs> mom's on the couch uh, sewing up some stuffed animals while your dad's watching Die Another Day on TV. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it was. In the... Yeah, because was it the Patreon episode we talked about how much your dad loved James Bond? You're like, yep. that's the only movies he watches. Yeah, he watches a lot of... He loves James Bond and loves... Uh, God, what's that um, band? Ah, God. The one with like the iconic cover that's honestly made fun of at this point with the lines that are like... It's like a black background, and then the lines that like get all swirly and stuff. Joy Division. Led Zeppelin. Joy Division. Joy. Di- oh, Joy Division. You're talking he about. He loves Division, yeah. Joy Division and James Bond. He's like such a. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that he was. Is. Uh, our friend Adam from a few episodes ago. His like first viral tweet was about Joy Division. Was right? about Joy Division. It was about the cover. Yeah. Yep, he, it yep. was like about peas stored in the balls. <laughs> he is stored in. <laughs> yeah, and he like actually made the cover like with like the, yeah. text symbols. Yep um cool well that answers that um yeah i mean i actually did answer that for real did answer one of the few times we say that and we did yeah this next one comes from roller skate butterfly and this one is definitely directed towards you but i will try to answer it i just know your answer is going to be much better it's uh things to avoid bringing when packing um things to avoid bringing well uh too much clothing definitely i'm like you only need one hoodie don't bring anything more than like one good hoodie yeah so when i like pack i'll what i do is i dress in layers so you know a lot i don't go to places that are going to be like way below freezing Mm -hmm. so i bring like one outer like kind of raincoat type thing i bring one sweater yeah. And then I bring a bunch of layers under that. So you wear the sweater almost every day because it's like not even on stuff. It's, you know, so you then you just wash it like once a week. You're all good because it's not your bottom layer. So it's not yeah. getting sweaty or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just like a couple pairs of pants. Kind of good to go. You, you just don't yeah. need as much clothing as you think. As long as you have enough like uh, like as of your bottom shirt layer and like enough underwear. Yeah. You know? Totally. Um, so yeah, like my because even bringing like a camera, tons of camera equipment and like laptop and stuff my bag is usually gonna be like low 20s pounds so maybe like 10 kilograms 11 kilograms tops mm-hmm. and that and that's indefinite travel 
Yeah. So it, it would easily, you know, I could have a pretty light bag if I wasn't bringing like cameras and stuff. Right. And right. That, and that's what I travel with indefinitely, like for yeah. months on end. Yeah. Because you just try to wash your clothes like once a week. Good to go. Perfect. So I, that's the biggest thing that people do is they overpack clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you want to not pack things that you like where if you think about if you didn't have it, like what's the worst that could happen? Yep. So this last time I packed this dumb free Bluetooth portable speaker that Nissan gave to me. And like I used it a few times, but I'm like, I can easily not bring that because like the what's the worst thing that's going to happen if I don't have this crappy portable Bluetooth speaker? Right. Oh, I'll have to play the music from my phone. Like, Yeah. And that's not a that's not dissing um, Nissan, you know, great. No, cars, Nissan's great. But... They gave me some free stuff Yeah, um, for your cube. Um, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> um yeah cool well i'm not i'm gonna leave you i'm gonna leave it there i feel like you nailed that question i can't i genuinely can't come up with a better answer besides just don't overpack big layers because i feel like you don't need to have multiple pairs of one thing you know um but and honestly if you if you can manage it for whatever type of chip you're doing Mm -hmm. uh don't bring any bag bigger than you can stick in the overhead bin yeah yep like totally. you're doing a lot of you know traveling because it, it saves so much money on like airline fees yeah bags totally you know um cool uh this next one comes from sihots 9292 and it is what do you do before or while watching a movie to make it a more enjoyable experience um not much i i make sure that i'm like i have i uh not going in on an empty stomach i have some snacks yeah i think snacks are great because it's like something to do while watching the movie it's like keeps your i agree keeps you physically active if that's a problem for you it's not for a lot of people like i that's why i i love actually getting popcorn when i go to the theater is like it's just i i it gives my hands something to do you know no i agree that's like the best part of the because the one thing theaters have is that their popcorn is better than kind you make in your microwave yeah dude this is kind of topical because my video after the next video is going to be a movie snacks tier list or rank um i'm gonna go through all the movie snacks and decide which one's the best that's the kind of viral content that's what i'm saying dude in the beginning of the episode when i came up with the idea i'm like i might make like a whole deal out of this video i might vlog myself going to buy all the movie snacks because that in itself will yeah. be a fun thing to capture me going i might just like walk into like a regal and be like can i have one of every snack and yeah. I'm like, i know music box was doing the the takeout snack they are things. and i did it once and it was pretty cool i i love their popcorn a lot if anyone's looking for good movie popcorn yeah. in chicago it's from the music now, box I'm not going to spoil your video, but popcorn has to be one of the top two tiers. I mean, oh, yeah. for me, it's clear S tier, but yep, I, have I would like one... to see arguments if it's not. No, popcorn's up there. There's one choice that I know is going to be controversial. It divides the mm-hmm. room every time I bring it up, and I'm going to save it for the video, but it's, uh, I'm, I, it'll divide some people for sure. But, um, yeah. this... I'm ready. I'm going to watch this video. I'm going to comment on it on YouTube. I'm going to say, Carson, you're a genius. I agree with you. Anyone who has any problem with your tier list has to talk to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have to go through Jeff first. Um, this next one comes from 
This last one comes from Lukewarm. It's one we've done many times, but it's due for Luke a new Warm one. Lukewarm was the person who emailed me that I was talking about earlier. Hell yeah. Shout out to Lukewarm. Um, it's due for a new answer, because it's been a few months, I think, since we answered this, but it is, do you guys have any music recommendations? Uh, what have you been listening yeah. to, Jeff, if okay, you've been listening so to anything new? I realized this. I did not bring this up at the time, mm-hmm. um, because we talked about, like, a while ago, maybe uh-huh. a month or two ago what our out like best album of 2020 was okay and i and i remember my answer was i don't think i listened to enough 2020 albums to have one uh-huh um but i actually i was incorrect there was a 2020 album that i did like a lot yep uh it was adrian lenker uh it's just called songs okay <laughs> that's that's awesome but that was the album that i realized i've like listened to the most of 2020 releases nice now I'll that is going to be i think very different than your recommendation based off your previous recommendations because that's like a singer songwriter type oh thing. i mean i love singer song oh i know i know you stuff. do i mean yeah. usually your recommendations are like yeah it's the usually, opposite yeah i'm not saying you don't listen to that right right, right, right. my recommendation today is kind of a curveball it's gonna be sort of movie related it's the soundtrack for only lovers left alive which is this Jim Jarmusch film uh, starring Tilda Swinton, where she plays a vampire. Um, and Jim Jarmusch's band, Squirrel, spelled S-Q-U-R-L, uh, they do the music, and it is really good. It's like it's perfect to just listen to as is. It's great to listen to while cleaning, great to listen to while writing. It's like you can do so much with this. It's a fantastic soundtrack. They just made it available for streaming, so... Go check out the Only Lovers Left Alive soundtrack. Nice. That's my recommendation. I I also just got, uh, well, I'm not going to bring it out. I got the new Slow Tie album on vinyl. So that's also been on rotation for me. Um, But yeah, I think that's all we have for questions. Um, I think it is. Thanks again, guys. I wish that YouTube gave you a 400,000 plaque because you have the 100,000 there and I, I can't believe you don't get one at half a million they wait they're like oh you don't get one till a million half a million really seems like they should give you something but you know right we'll get like, there eventually. I, you know what dude okay when you get to half a million i'm gonna give you something yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just pay for a meal or something you know that's no, that's all i see. need it's gonna you'll... be something <laughs> um cool well we'll wrap things up um this is okay our next movie should we do Tom and Jerry? Um, yeah, let's, all let's right. do it. Tom We're and talking Jerry. the new Tom and Jerry movie on HBO Max. We'll see how it is. The animation doesn't look awful. It actually looks kind of fun, so we'll we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then we like to read a review. Um, this is we're we're running low on reviews. I won't. I will be blunt. Um, so yeah, if you're, so if you're yeah. listening to this and you have not reviewed us on Apple Podcasts, yeah, let us uh, know what you think do. about the podcast. We'd love to hear it. Unless you don't like it then please do not let us know yeah because there is a very in our lives there's one and these don't happen that often we have one very mean review that i have been glossing past i'm like we're not reading this one because nothing but positivity here we'd love to hear what you think but only if it's good (laughs) yeah um i mean when you say it like that it sounds kind of seems bad like self-indulgent or definitely something. not helpful but yeah. i mean you guys think about it from our perspective yeah be nice um, about it you know you know like we we enjoy 
hearing people who like the podcast and we uh, love it yeah yeah um this one comes from bredethan from the usa it is the subject line is my favorite film podcast five stars and it reads you guys should watch napoleon dynamite for the pod um well first of all thank you and second of all we should sometime that that's that a actually podcast movie yeah i think that that would be a fun one i think that might what uh that one might be fun to watch with like a guest or like some of our friends or something yeah totally we'll get we'll get another guest on for that one um cool and lastly we'd like to thank the patrons um yeah. big fat thank you to the patrons as always uh if you'd like to become a patron yourself if you're looking for a great way to support jeff and i head on over to patreon.com slash where you can get exclusive access to the bonus episodes we have a new one coming out well we we actually have to record the next one pretty soon yeah <laughs> as in today yeah well, <laughs> that i realized yeah, yeah, I'm, you know what i'm fine with you that. know what yeah we can just I get to, bust that out I anytime guess. i get to talk to karsten yeah you know i take one. that opportunity Totally. Uh, in between recording sessions, he um, he actually blocks me. Um, yep. Um, he 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 basically I can't get into contact with him. He nope. uh, he mails me snail mail like through the postal <laughs> service a date and a time. For the um, Zoom. and if I am not there online at that exact time, hitting it right when he sends it. Yep. He he just doesn't record. I don't record and I don't send him the Patreon money that month. Um, <laughs> pretty big. <laughs> We, so um, Jeff yeah, Karsten, one got, of the biggest YouTube divas around. <laughs> <laughs> this is a joke, by the way. This is I we're yeah. Um, cool. Well, all that yeah. You get exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q and A's, shoutouts at the end of every episode, and exclusive well not or just monthly Zoom hangouts, which we just did. Which yesterday. we just did yesterday. Super it was fun. a ton of fun. Great, great, um, great time. Yeah. Um. Well, thank you. Uh, let me expand this. Let me just, sorry. I, all that talking and I didn't have it. Just getting used to this new mic, or mouse that I'm using. Yeah, okay, uh, your new mouse is really cool looking. Look at that. It's a... Now, that ball, people might think that ball is just for style. No, that ball... No, that's ball what controls the cursor. I don't have to move it around, I just do that. This is not sponsored, by the way. I wish it was. Um, thank you. Addison Ware, AJ Ford, Allison Grace, Annabelle Falk, Ben Chow, Blake Root, Boat, Boat, Boyoyoyoy, Brandon Yu, Brock Schultz, Camilla, David, David Sir, uh, Eden, Fozzie Bear, Grant Gao, Harry Remedianakis. Hey, buddy. Thanks for calling. Ed can't come to the phone right now. Please leave a message after the tone. Thanks. I don't live in Ohio. Iva, Jaden Easton, Jacob Colness, Jane V, John Van Hout, Joshua Krizwicki, Katie T, Kaylee Patney, Liv Rob, Molly Overbo, Manu Ausin, Martin Deff, Martina, Mary Lee Borslow, Micah Simmons, Monroe Page, Nora Barathova, Parks, Riley Aust, Robert Burke, Saba, Sam Farr, Sophia Arieta, Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, Smitty Werbin, Jagerman, Jensen, Taylor Hardy, 10 billion, The Phone Rings in the Middle of the Night, Tom Likes Beans, Vegard Strom, Vera S., Xavier Fossier, and Yusef A. Thank you, patrons. As Thank always, you, patrons. For the continued support. Um, I think that's it for today, Jeff. I think um, it is. I mean, uh, we've been we've been talking a while, talking so you know what? I'll, I'll just uh, say one final thing. What is that? Catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Flip side.